Charaka Samhita, The Ocean of Life. 3. The Principles of Synergy and Distinctness. It must have been many millennia before the Council of Adepts congregated to create a body of work that laid the foundation of a compendium as dense, dimensional and decisive as Charaka Samhita. Its conceptual framework reflects such subtle and precise observations of nature, both our own and the world out there, that indeed one is drawn to dwelling on the truth of the opening sutra of the Samhita, that attribute the knowledge of Ayurveda to the Creator as a transmission to His divine and human downlines, tracing Ayurveda's antiquity to the very dawn of mankind. We got a glimpse of this in the multi-dimensional definition of Ayu as the conjunction of physical body, senses, mind and soul as that which preserves vitality, that which is live, that which is in continuum and that which is interdependent. Let's now look at certain fundamental concepts that one needs to grasp to go deeper into the science of Ayu. The life-affirming vision of Ayurveda is apart from contemporary medical science and it seems that this difference holds a golden key to the impasse we seem to be headed towards in contemporary global healthcare, which for all its achievements is becoming increasingly unaffordable to even well-employed people and is also looking like a bit of an anomaly because on one hand it has eradicated such epidemics as cholera and tuberculosis and yet the entire humanity is faced with historic low levels of immunity with newer strains of flu creating havoc with stress and mental disease turning out to be silent killers. It seems we have learned to attack and exterminate pathogens but have very low expertise in defense. In fact, our propensity to attack and eradicate may have been one of the factors that has brought us to lower levels of immunity and resistance during peacetime as our entire collective consciousness seems to always be primed for war, for overdrive, for an emergency response. And it's now established that in the long run, this lowers immunity and creates a deep-set vulnerability to imbalance and disease, not to mention to low resistance to new pathogens. It is a fact that chronic and stress-induced conditions are at a historic high. The vision of Ayurveda is about a balance between prevention and cure, between offense and defense. The Ayurvedic framework has the two opposing concepts of synergies of the similar and distinctness of the dissimilar. The principle of the synergies of the similar exploits the phenomenon of the whole being more than the sum of its parts. The principle of distinctness of the dissimilar created out of differences in nature exploits the phenomenon of the whole as being less than the sum of its parts. It is through this systematic approach of using two opposing principles 
that operate in nature, that a balance is sought to be created between the anabolic and catabolic effects, between nurturing and breakdown processes, between embracing and resisting actions in the body, mind and environment. Yatha Pinde Tatha Brahmhande Like the microcosm, so is the macrocosm. And therefore, Swabhavo Parama Let the nature of your own constitution prevail. Understand, support and strengthen it. And by doing so, we will do good by our environment as well. This seems to be the vision of Ayurveda. We saw the early Ayurveda's three-legged approach to dealing with health and disease, namely Hetu, Linga and Nidana, cause, symptomology and therapeutics, and the six basic principles of knowledge in how to deal with them, namely Samanya, similarity, Vishesha, distinctness or dissimilarity, Guna, properties, Dravya, substances, Karma, action, and Samavaya, inherence. This provides the conceptual framework needed for diagnostics and therapeutics. But the strength of this conceptual framework and its supreme relevance is that it is not for emergencies alone. It's not for the doctors alone. It's not for application only when one is in serious trouble. It's a framework that will help us make the right choices and live healthily in our daily lives. For example, at a social, global level, we don't seem to have grasped the principle behind a phenomenon we see around us in our families. Children are more likely to take to exercise if they have seen their parents doing that. If the parents are sedentary, then it's very difficult for them to get their children to take to exercise. On the other hand, children who grow around angry or anxious parents or communities are more likely to pick up those patterns. This is the principle of Samanya at work, which we are not able to organize in a conceptual framework at a larger level, and that is precisely what the framework of six principles does. Charaka says, The principle Samanya causes increase and the principle Vishesha causes decrease of all the existing elements at all times. Both these effects are produced by their application in the body. Samanya is a principle which enables us to understand similarity between objects and Vishesha, the distinction between objects. Similarity means similar purpose or action, while dissimilarity means the opposite one. End of Sutra Samanya is the principle of similarity and causes increase of all factors and functions. This is a principle that is at work when we treat a vitamin deficiency 
with a vitamin supplement. We reward a good deed with a prize. To increase the volume of say milk, we might add some water, but not a solid. That is, we strengthen a behavior, a substance, a principle with something that is similar in the same category. This principle works in all conditions of seasons as well as age and disease. To make a senior member of the family comfortable in a party, we take pains to have his retired friends over to make him comfortable. That is Samanya. On the other hand, we know the grandparents feel they have become a few years younger in the company of their grandchildren. And so, we make sure the grandchildren are around at least once a week. That is Vishesha. While the Samanya principle is often used in conditions of depletion, where say, you need to strengthen a muscle tissue by providing it with a substance that is more like itself, namely protein, Vishesha is the principle of dissimilarity, opposition. It creates a distinction between two substances. For example, when we have chewed it on a chili or pepper, we take something sugary or sweet to kill that burn. When we have hurt some of these feelings, we might give him or her a hug to heal that wound. Here the opposite is administered to reduce the power or potency of a substance. This is the principle of Vishesha. In Ayurvedic treatment, medicated smoke, which is dry in nature, is used to counter excess phlegm. This principle has a huge role to play in restoring equilibrium or balance, like in the case of arresting the progression of a disease before it gets serious, we subject the body to substances and processes that have the opposing qualities of the disease. For example, when we go on a detox routine or when we deplete our body of excess food to cure obesity, it is the principle of Vishesha at work. In cases of chronic indigestion, bloating and accumulation of toxins in the cells or ama due to a bad lifestyle, langanam, controlled fasting is used as a way to help the body's natural capacity of cleansing to revive. As is evident, Samanya and Vishesha are not mere concepts in a physician's mind, but are principles derived out of deep observation of nature. These two prime principles of the six help in maintaining the equilibrium of the mind and body. The primary objective of Ayurveda is preservation of one's natural wealth, the many components of the goodness of health and potential for excellence that one is blessed with. It's about balance in every cell, between all the systems of the body, harmony between body and mind, and harmony between oneself and one's environment. In the next blog, we will dwell on what Charaka calls the Tridanda, the three legs of our being the body, mind and soul before we get back to the third of the six principles. Bharat Thakur